Warning, this podcast contains no journalistic integrity. Welcome to the Gentleman's Soapbox. So I got an email from Yepix, our buddy, who is I, I, really, I really do appreciate him because he kind of uh, helps me with my own theory of having discussions with people that you don't agree with and trying to understand. He also sends me articles that I don't always agree. Actually, I'll rephrase. I agree with very few of the articles he sends me, but I like reading them because it keeps me grounded, not being in what I think has been euphemistically called the echo chamber these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so so I really appreciate Yepix, but he sent me an email, and I will admit I misread the first line. I was ready to sit here and rebut this entire friggin' email, and I can't do it because I misread the first line. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn it! So, Yepik says, hey, guys, in response to Cast 24, when you said schools in some ways are doing better than when you were young, I'm going to push back a little bit. And that's what I misread. I thought he said that uh, schools weren't, excuse me, were doing better now. Than, uh, I, should, I, I got it backwards. We'll put it that way. In addition to teachers not getting paid enough, that... Um, more often than not have to buy their own school supplies on their very limited budgets instead of having the schools foot the bill, which ties back to the lack of school funding, uh, which, as you know, with uh, modern monetary theory. OK, I am going to stop right there for a few moments. Modern monetary theory is uh, I have to come to the conclusion after talking to a great number of people trying to find somebody who would tell me that I'm wrong. That modern monetary theory is a economic fantasy that is basically allowing certain political figures to say, we can spend as much fucking money as we want. It's going to have absolutely no effect on the world. Um, And I can't find anybody who will tell me I'm wrong. And I have spoken to political figures. I've spoken to political staffers. I have spoken to people in the business world. uh, And I have tried very, very hard to find somebody who would say, oh, no, modern monetary theory is actually perfectly – it works. The only people I can find who will actually say that are academics. And I'll admit that I have a prejudice against academics versus people who will live and function in what I euphemistically call the real world. So – Yepix, I apologize. I am calling bullshit on modern monetary theory. <laughs> so, um, and he continues to say, but when it comes to educating the youth, they are often not taught about influential people who fought for workers and civil rights that challenge capitalism and pro-American narratives both here in the States and abroad. The people who people we are taught about are often have their history whitewashed and our youth and even college students get the only a bare bones of history of said figures. Uh, and he does send a YouTube leak that uh, leak link that uh, I admit I haven't got a chance to watch it, and I will. Uh, in response to the millennials and Zoomers entering the workplace, I agree with Sean. Okay. Um, what? Yeah, that one caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody agrees with me. I agree with Sean completely. Schools and colleges do not prepare people for the world in the slightest. 
and are there to push people through and take their money. No, anyway, I hope this that, letter yeah. was not too controversial. Please be controversial. Yeah, Bix, we love you. Uh, and you guys are doing well in these uncertain times. Well, yeah, before the cast started, we did have a conversation about how I'm stocking up on more unperishable food, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh I misunderstood where Yepix was going with this at the beginning, as I said, and I was about to go into this long diatribe because I have experience not only with my own education, but my wife being a teacher and with my child as a student, that the modern public educational system sucks, and I thought he was saying it didn't. Um, the one thing I will say is he's absolutely correct about them not being taught about historical figures these days, and that's because they're not being taught history these days. Um, it is every bit uh, accurate and true to say that kids in public schools are being taught how to read, how to write, not even what to read, not even how to interpret what they're reading, just what one word in front of another means according to the dictionary. And they're being taught some math here and there. But that's really about it. So uh, the idea that they're not being taught about influential figures, I agree. They're not being taught anything. Comments? I, I, well, I, I can't disagree with that. Having uh, seen my my child's class load and, and she's in junior high now and, and I'm like, what do you mean you're not learning about this? No, we, they haven't covered that. I'm like, really? Okay. I can see we have more work to do. Uh, there's, there, it's, it's become unfashionable to look upon anything that isn't pristine and easily, um, palatable to this generation's morals and and uh intelligence uh quotients and history isn't like that it isn't neat it's very messy it's just like the present only you you know the <laughs> the only thing about history that's neat is you can just change it when it becomes inconvenient for you because you can just omit it right or tr or change what the what's written in the textbook and therefore you can make it untrue or uh, fix it. It's it's very much uh, dissimilar to the present, where people who are living can go, ah, uh, that's not the way it is here, and and I think that's really a large case of what's happened. And they've kind of omitted all the things that make them feel uncomfortable. Well, history is uncomfortable. The human race is uncomfortable because we're a bunch of fuck ups, honestly, and we've never had it right. We we're always striving to do better. At least I I hope we are. And we get it wrong most of the time. But you have to learn from that. And the only way to learn for it is to, or from it is to learn what you did and how that didn't work and why it didn't work. Right? Why did this not happen? Why did all well, these people believe that? I, I think there's a lot of controversy, controversy lately on the, the why question. Uh, it, it, because a lot of people are not seeing eye to eye on the why. You oh, have, for you have sure. some people who, and I'm going to, and here's where I'm going to kind of go where, where some people are going to lose their minds hearing this, it, because this is going to involve my own emotional opinion on some of these things. Because on one side, you have the people who want to force it to mean what they want it to mean. 
And then on the other side, you have the people who are willing to look at things as objectively factual. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I'd, I'd like to think I'm on the second side. I'm, I'm sure I'm in some directions I'm not, but I'd like to think I am. I'm sure I've bullshitted, you know, or, or had had things turn out to be incorrect. And I know I, I, everybody has. There's no one who's who's clear in that direction. The problem I guess I'm having with the way people deal with things right now is they're they're you know the the erasing of history and the the you know you're a you're a whatever it is you know racist supremacist you're an ist of some sort if you believe in anything other than what liberal people well, liberal I, progressives I, believe I have no objection to you know the, the, the talk about a lot of the figures in history that are that have not been in the past uh discussed because they didn't fit that time's narrative i can agree with that i i don't mind adding to mm -hmm. what i'm what i'm disagreeing with is the subtracting from yeah i mean and it's it's largely the trend and i i i don't understand what they think they're doing like what are you improving by not understanding what came before, what have you made better? You you haven't made anything better. You haven't, you know, you're not helping people. I and but that's actually okay. I'm going to take a step back because where I was about to go is to some extent part of our actual topic for today. Because um, where I was going to go was into what some people would call a conspiracy theory, but it's. Uh, I had two top. We have two topics today that we're going to run into one. The first topic was the one that I came up with is going back to when is a conspiracy not a, a theory, not a conspiracy theory when it's accurate. <laughs> and yeah. Sean wants to, had brought up uh, a lot of the things that's going on with in politics with fuel prices and people who are just. I think the the common joke that's gone on, and I think every media figure both good and bad has made it has turned uh let them drive teslas into let them eat cake uh from yeah. uh, uh, uh jesus christ Marie Antoinette. thank you why am i having trouble with names this weekend which she did not actually say because she would had to know who the fucking peasantry was before she actually said something like that but yeah sure okay so what we're basically calling this cast is how dumb do they think we are so Going into what we were just talking about is uh, my answer to you is is that they don't actually want to help people. They want to control them. They want to control the way they think. They want to control what they do. And if you don't think I'm correct, go find the article in The Guardian coming from a bioethicist who's actually suggesting that we were wrong trying to force people to take uh, vaccines. We should have been having them take a combination of drugs that would make them more susceptible to what we call moral ethics. Hmm. Yes, that sounds like a fantastic idea. <laughs> and, and, and so it's kind of one of those things when you start talking about, oh, oh, the mind control. It's it's a conspiracy theory. There it is. So, and I came up with a nice little list. Okay. So far. We have the Europe starting to come around to agree with the idea of having a digital ID that will allow them to turn off and on whether or not you have access to goods and services, depending on whether or not they like you. 
Mm, yes, that sounds totally fair and uncorruptible and, and not ready for abuse of power at all. Okay. Well, you remember when I uh, mentioned uh, last cast or the cast before about them wanting to – about the Chancellor of the Exchequer of England, basically their version of the Secretary of Treasury, wanting to introduce the concept of digital currency to basically do the same thing at the next G7? Mm-hmm. Well, if you thought, oh, my God, they wouldn't do that here, if you actually read uh, President Biden's executive order on cryptocurrency – it's in there. Of course it is. <laughs> so once again, what is a conspiracy theory? Not a conspiracy theory. Uh, okay. When it's real. <laughs> Yepix, once again, back to our buddy Yepix. Yepix sent me a nice long article that uh, that I really did enjoy, and it's one of the few of them that I agreed with, on how uh, a large group of pro-democracy charities are actually spending their money on anti-democracy <laughs> organizations. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, all of these, uh, oh my God, everybody needs to take the vaccine on the, uh, on the, on mass media. The government paid for it. <laughs> the government was paying CNN NBC, CNBC, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and good old Fox News to promote the vaccine. And people find this surprising? Well, no, they say it's a conspiracy theory, and it's kind of like, no, no, it's true. Read it right no, there. It's, it really is true. Yeah. You know? And then my last one is... <laughs> As much as I still think people, if they have access to it and it's not going to harm their own personal health, that they should take the vaccine, <laughs> Pfizer released the list of possible side effects because they finally forced them to. <laughs> and it's like nine pages long. Yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. You know, like. <laughs> so, so what is a conspiracy theory? Not a conspiracy theory when it's accurate. And then we get into what Sean wants to talk which I agree wholeheartedly, which is you've got people standing up. The Secretary of Transportation stands up and looks at the entire country and says, if you can't afford gas, you should buy a $55,000 car instead. Uh, I... in. in I witnessed this happen, right? Like, a you know, President Uncle Joe goes up and says, well, we're going to do this tariff again, or we're going to stop depending on Russian oil, and we're going to stop doing this, and it's going to mean high prices. And, and hey, look, you know, the oil companies, they're not restricted from pumping. It's like, uh-huh, okay. Uh, yeah, whereas uh, Saudi Arabia and UAE will not answer his phone calls. Yeah. No, I didn't stick my foot in their ass and break it off. Like, no, I didn't, like, insult anybody. And, yeah, no one will even answer me now. But, hey, they're not restricted. They have they have license to pump wherever they want to pump. You know, like, talk to them. It's their fault, you know, that you're out of oil. No, dickhead. And, I, and two other things really drove me crazy. I mean, just really. Because I watched it happen. And I'm like, nobody's. Nobody's seen this. I'm, I'm talking to people I know, like everyone I know. I'm like, nobody's seen this. Did you did you happen to catch on the news where they were like, hey, 
uh, you know, there's higher pumps. It's the highest it's ever been. Inflation's huge, which, you know, Uncle Joe said there's no inflation. Uh, so there can't be any. Uh, so, but the, the gas is at the highest prices it's ever been. But, you know, paying higher prices is patriotic. You know, we've talked to the people, and the people say that they're willing to pay higher prices. I'm like, I don't remember my phone ringing. Well, no, but hey, nobody people, talked to but, me and asked the people if I, that they're no, talking I think about the ones that, that they talk to, the ones that are coming out and saying, yes, we don't mind paying high prices are the people who are making millions of dollars a year. They're not talking about you and me. Oh, yeah. No, like uh, and he's on my shit list now because he's basically become the the character that he was mocking in, in previous things in the Taylor show. Stephen Colbert actually got up on his show. And said, you know, I don't mind paying $5 prices. I don't mind paying $15 prices because it's patriotic. And, you know, I drive a Tesla. And I'm like, you dick. Like, what the? F- I, I, I the- Talking about a car that costs at a minimum $50,000 and at the same time has a 10-month back order at the moment. Yeah, you couldn't get a Tesla. Like, if the if, if the American people took them up on that statement and went out to buy Teslas, I looked this up, less than one thousandth of a percent of us could buy a Tesla right now if we, if we wanted to. A th- that's not one thousandth, a thousandth of a percent right now could go out and buy a Tesla. And for those of you who don't do statistics, that means that more people died from COVID than could actually manage to buy a Tesla. Yeah, which is, and Jake is absolutely correct, it, to buy a 2018 Model 3 right now is $59,000, okay? That's a used four-year-old vehicle where the batteries are about to fall out the bottom of it. By the way, you only get about four or five years with those Tesla batteries. Um, $60,000. Now, Jake, I don't know about you. I've never bought a $60,000 vehicle in my life. In fact, I've never bought a $30,000 vehicle in my life. Um, no. I, just no. The closest <laughs> like, I thing I've a, ever gotten to owning and driving a Benz is the Sprinter van we have at work. <laughs> look, I did buy a Mercedes, but when I bought that Mercedes, it was $18,000, okay? <laughs> it was not expensive. It was an E-Class V6 $18,000 car, okay? The truck I own now is the most expensive vehicle I have ever purchased in my entire life, and it was 28000 okay? I, th- 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 no. <laughs> like, I have never, like, I've never bought a $60,000 automobile. In my life. I can't afford that. It's an $800 car payment. $870-ish. Like, I can't afford that, and I make decent money. So does my wife. We both work. There's no way we could afford a $60,000 car, you jackass motherfuckers. I, it, it drives me crazy. Like, they're just – it, it literally is akin to let them eat cake, you know? It's it's about that, that tone death, you know? Like, look, you think we're all out here driving gas-powered vehicles because we just want to fuck up the planet? No, it's because it's the only simple – easily affordable and readily available system that is out there right now. Because I guarantee you, 
all you jackasses driving Teslas and driving rechargeable cars, there's not going to be an open pump anywhere if even a tenth of the population gets – we don't have the infrastructure in, for it in the United States right now. If we all went home tonight and plugged in a Tesla, the power grid would die. We don't have enough energy to support everyone on electric vehicles right now. We don't have the infrastructure for it. So just sticking your fingers in your ears and saying, oh, everybody just drive for renewable energy cars. Where do you think that energy comes from, by the way? Well, Texas is a fucking coal plant, okay? There's there's natural gas plants, you know? Uh, I mean, the, the only one with renewable energy is Las Vegas, really. I mean, that's the Hoover Dam, right? That's it. And they're running out of electricity on a daily basis. Okay, they're oh. just as bad off as uh, everybody. Hey, why don't they just uh, attach uh, generators to, um, like, all the roulette wheels? <laughs> it might, it's just, <laughs> you'd supply enough power to keep a bulb lit, that's for sure. But the, the, the audacity... To actually jump on and, – and people take those sound bites and are like, oh, just drive a Tesla. I'm like, you pulled up in a 15-year-old Cadillac that gets 16 miles to the gallon. Don't tell me to drive a Tesla. Shut the fuck up. You know? I, I, don't, I don't understand how these people can get to that level of bullshit, audacity, bullshittery. That they can suggest that everybody needs to go out and buy a sixty thousand dollar automobile to to solve this crisis for, that they have created for them. And this is actually what I blame Trump for. This is the what I blame, and I don't. And and and, and here's and, and walk with me here because this takes a second. Um, would previous presidents have and administrations and governments been? willing to do some of the shit that's going on right now. Absolutely. No question under the sun. However, you they would have at least been doing an attempt to spin it in a legitimate way, an attempt to try to make the American people comfortable with it. Trump showed the world, and especially the elites in the United States that you can get up there and say whatever the fuck you want and get away with it. It's uh, it. Uh, yeah. And they do. They're doing that. I mean, um, look, look at, look at Jen Psaki. You know, we've had shitty uh, and just fucked up um, press secretaries before, but before Trump, and I'll admit, some of the people who had to stand up after Trump had gone on one of his tirades and try to clean up the shit that he laid down uh, had an interesting time of it. But they showed somebody like Jen Psaki that they can speak to the media and the American people with a level of disdain and get away with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and just not care. And and that's what I blame Trump for. I, I, the worst part about it is, is his policies, you can take them or leave them. Some of them I thought were good. Some of them I thought were absolutely miserable. But the fact that he proved that the American people are stupid enough to just accept what somebody's standing up there on the podium and saying and allow them to get away with it. <laughs> 
And not only that, but to cheer them for it. So freaking... I, I... I don't get it. And, like, and, and I think do... that's a lot of what you've got going on right now is the, is the the other side looked at Trump and went, fuck, if he can get away with it, why can't we? And, they're, and they are. And they do. Right. We have proven we are that stupid as a country. We're this dumb. You've got a bunch of people who want to. OK, let's talk about Ukraine for a few seconds. So let's step back just so people know where I'm going with this. Um. Is it a good thing that, you know, big bad Mr. Putin decided to invade the little country to his south? Uh, no, it's it's absolutely horrific. However, is Putin also a madman with uh, enough nuclear weapons to destroy the entire world himself? Yes, yes, yeah, he is. Actually, yes, he is. Do I give that much of a shit about Ukraine? No, no actually, I don't. You know, do I will admit it's a quandary. What what do you do? You can't let somebody just decide, okay, I've got a bunch of nukes, I'll take over the fucking world. Um, I, I understand that inclination. But you and I both know, and anybody who's even looked or seen the man talk on TV knows that I'm not talking, if, if he starts to lose Ukraine, he's going to nuke it. If it actually turns into a war against him, and he loses, his last act is going to be to take the fucking world down with him. And he can do it. So what the fuck are we doing? Well, I can tell you what we're not doing, and that's winning friends. Um well, it's not, but it's also at the same time, it's not like we haven't been in this situation before. We've been in a situation of mutually assured destruction before, and we, okay, you can make an argument as to whether or not we handled it properly or not. But, you know, we were there when uh, the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan, and we helped the Afghanis and did our thing. And some people will say whether or not that turned out good or bad, but, and it went in the opposite direction at Vietnam. These it, it went the uh, the opposite direction in um, El Salvador. It, these have happened before, the, so it's not like this is an unprecedented situation. But this no, is but the, it's this it's is the, the first, first time we've had this much ass hattery with the situation. Well, it's because it's happening in Europe. That's that's really the difference, right? Like I've I've watched news and they're they're just shocked that this is happening in Europe. This is happening. You remember that both world wars happened in Europe, right? Well, he, like, yeah, but even it's George not unprecedented. Car- even George Carlin, before he died, managed to point out that we really, really, that what we're basically really good at is bombing brown people. Right. And this is happening, and yeah, and exactly it. It's like they're so shocked because it's happening to white Europeans. It's like, and they're they're leaving their homes. They're just fleeing, you know, like Afghani's, <laughs> like brown people. And you're like, you fucking idiots. It's a war. It's terrible and it's awful. And yes, we all need to do something about it. But Uncle Joe is the least qualified person on the planet to be making those decisions right now. He can't even finish his fucking sentences. So what is it? And I know I'm wound up again about this, but what oh, is oh, it? I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, that is collectively 
gotten our brains not functioning enough to make this man seem like this was a good idea. Like what? Well, what I, could have possessed us? Oh, here comes the one, and because you know how much I like poll, I love polls and statistics. The man is up to forty-two percent approval rating. Forty-two percent of the people in this country think he's doing a good job. I don't understand that, but hey, no, no, you know I, what? And, and once again, I'm not saying that you think that somebody else could be doing a better job. I'm not saying that I'm saying, oh, we sh- if Trump were here, we wouldn't be doing this. No, if Trump were here, he had already just said, fuck it and push the button himself. Um, I'm not saying that I, I, I wish somebody else had won the election. I wish somebody else would have been available for the election. How about that? <laughs> for sure. Um, but how can you look at what's going on right now and say, <laughs> good job? I just, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Like what, and again, what's happening in Ukraine is terrible. What's happening in the Middle East is also terrible. Okay. The, we've, have you noticed that like while the war was going on, it was super – well, the Afghan war was going on. It was super popular to show all the tragedies and stuff like that that was happening in that country. How much of that have you seen since we pulled out? Oh, none because it's now not our fault. Yeah, now it's not important because we're not there. Yeah. Right? It's not – more atrocities are happening. It's locking down. They've, they've got the entirety of the – and they've just basically kicked – they waited us out. Eventually, and, or and essentially. The, and the best part about the about UAE and Saudi Arabia not bothering to take our telephone calls is we're the one who supplied them with a shit ton of weapons to go fuck up Yemen. Yeah. And, yeah, and we, we looked which, at the receipt again, and went, wow, they got a big army. to talk about. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to talk about this. You know, and, and now it's they've, they've quit fear pouring on uh, uh, fear porn on the the whole mandate system. Right. They really don't want to talk about that right now. And yeah, because this uh, very, you know, meek, mild, not very well-known organization called Johns Hopkins came out and finally went, you know, all that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Which that nobody covered, by the way. Nobody wanted to cover that shit. Uh, it, it's it's just they they don't want to talk about that fear porn anymore. Now they want to talk about this over here. And like, look, Ukraine, war. You guys know war. It makes you feel comfortable, right? We're all invading somewhere soon. You know, it's like we're leading up to it. We got to get you guys psyched up for this. Hey, you know what's going to help? High gas prices. That'll work you guys up into a good solid lather here. Why don't you enjoy that? I mean, this is this is what they're doing to us. I mean, it's stupid. But they're like, oh, it's, it's patriotic to have high gas prices. No, it's not. Like, no, no, it's not. That just because you keep saying it doesn't make it true. Uh, this is bad planning, dickhead. <laughs> you know? Well, the American people feel fine about higher gas prices. No, we don't. Nobody feels good about that. It costs me $7 one way to drive to work. No, it doesn't. I don't feel good about that. Bull buy Tesla. Uh, what? You know, What? <laughs> Who the fuck, you know, and, and this is, this is where we are. 
and and they think this is great. Like there's 42 percent of the people in the United States think this is right. This is the way we should be going. I've I've lost I've lost a lot of respect for us during this whole Biden administration. I really have lost a lot of respect for us as a country. I'm like, maybe we're not worth saving. And I, and I want to you throw know. in a quick correction from myself earlier because I want people to actually be able to find the article about the uh, the pills for morality. It's actually in Forbes. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, you you got articles all over the place about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle talking about how awesome it is to pay just to pay for all this. Fuck them. I don't I like this is like the gas prices or the gas shortage in the 70s right we didn't actually have to have a gas shortage in the 70s it was a political thing and we we paid for that we're paying for it now this is just like the 70s high inflation high gas prices we're going to start running out soon because they're going to they're not going to be able to produce fast enough um everything's getting in, you know inflation going on and this is a repeat of the 1970s like Biden is like Jimmy Carter. I mean, what the hell, man? Actually, I wouldn't insult Jimmy Carter like that. I actually like Jimmy Carter. Um, but okay. he's pres- Jimmy Carter was wrong. He wasn't evil. He wasn't. He wasn't a dick. Okay, he wasn't like he was just kind of not the right guy for that time. I think if Carter had been a president, maybe four years after he was president, I think it would have been okay. But um, he probably didn't need to preside over the part of the 70s where he was at but th- that's okay that's neither he, he was just not the right guy for that gig you know i i don't mind him and and he's done a lot of great work after he was president too it's it's sort of like john adams did his best work when he wasn't president you know well, well um let, let's let's throw this let's let's spread some of the disdain around a little bit here though just so we don't think we're just le- leaping on the onto uncle joe in the process of all of this Congress just approved a 21 percent raise, not to necessarily the Congress members, but for their budgets for their staffs. Oh, I I can see why they need that. All that gas. Uh, you know, the uh, Secret Service has uh, put out a bulletin as well that uh, they should all be carpooling to work. Twenty six different field agents. All carpooling as best they can. And, Why did and, they tell those assholes to buy Teslas? And it, and once again, just to, and then even then, throw in to make sure that the IRS gets your money. They're they're on a hiring spree. Not only that, but the last audit basically showed that fifty four percent of the IRS audits were done on people who make less than twenty five thousand dollars a year. How much? Less than twenty five thousand. No, no. How many? How much? What percentage of the audits? Fifty four percent. Oh, you're kidding me. Dead serious. Oh, for crying out loud! Like they don't have it. You know they don't have any money. What do you? What do you think they're hiding? I see. Well, actually, what what it is, what it is with them is the fact that they they're people who can't afford to defend themselves. Oh, sure. So it's easy. Yeah, they're not. They're just gonna, you know, you're just sticking it to them, right? Where you or I might be able to afford a tax attorney and go, okay, what the hell is this, you know, and pay the several hundred dollars or whatever it is. They're not gonna be able to do that. <sighs> Great, 
you know, what a, what dicks. I mean, seriously, how do you, how do you, how do you reconcile this against where we should be going? What is it? What is it that you're really thinking? Because this isn't sustainable. I keep saying that, and I, I wonder when it will actually come to pass that everybody's just like, uh, take for instance, well, I know I keep harping on it, but I actually have my own theory on how long it lasts at this point. Like, uh, there's a there's a theory that what they're doing right now is floating what the destruction rate of the gasoline tax and and pricing could be like. They're testing it to destruction, right? So, okay, how much can we charge before people just institute a mandatory talk, lockdown and kill the economy? We'll, we'll jack it up to that, and then we'll just ratchet it down just a little bit and just maintain it right there. Well, it's been done before. I mean, yeah. it, because it, though though you have to add a little bit more for inflation – is it I last time we had a whole thing where gas prices were rising at that point in time it had been mathematically figured out that gas prices could not make it over three dollars a gallon uh, until the economy started to shut down because it would cost too much to ship things mm-hmm. uh, it's making it further now because we were already having problems shipping things yeah. Yeah, you're already not getting it, so we might as well charge more for gas. Ah, so fuck it. You know what do we care? It's not. It's fine. You know, like there is there is a limit, and I I truly think what they're trying to do is hit it so that people will will be well. Like I think what they're they're thinking is we will be screaming out for our Teslas, which I figured it out by the way. I went on Auto Trader and I checked. Uh, so search Teslas in my local area within 75 miles of me. And there are 593 results. Now, you can't really go by that completely because they've got, at the end of this list, they've got, like, a bunch from, like, Carvana and around the United States where, like, I could uh, I could have them shipped here. So I think – hold on. How many is in actually my local area? Uh, 75. Okay, so there are 75 Teslas in my local area. Oh, look, here's one for $132,000, a Model S Plaid. That would be fantastic. Um, a 2020 Tesla Model 3, $49,000. Let's check and see what the cheapest Tesla near me would be. Price lowest. Oh, it's incredibly affordable. The cheapest Tesla. Most inexpensive. Uh, no, it's Carvana. Oh, no, see, that one's not near me. That one's in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to get rid of it because there's no place to charge it in Kansas. Yeah, uh, this one's <laughs> and, and, in... And, and, and my friend in Kansas, who you know who you are. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this one is 18 miles away from me. It has 121,000 miles. It is a 2013 model Tesla S. It is $34,000. That would be... The yeah. most expensive car I ever bought in my entire and, life. And it's almost 10 years old. And it's almost 10 years old. Uh, this is this is the most affordable Tesla within uh, 18 miles from me, okay? Now, I'm – and this is their suggestion. For people who can't afford $5 gas – they're saying that the the 
what they're, I guess, insinuating is that the math works out somehow that you could trade in. Like if you were having problems right now and you made, uh, you know, thirty, thirty-five thousand, forty thousand dollars a year, which is kind of the mean average on the American take-home salary uh, of somebody in the United States. If you were average Joe Q public and you were going to do as the president and, and Stephen Colbert has suggested that uh, you're going to trade your gas guzzler in on a very moderately priced Tesla, you're going to spend – by the time tax title and license get done with that thing, you are going to spend what you make a year on that car. And the offset of the gas prices will set you free. Now, I don't know about you, but that math don't work out, especially if, I don't know, somebody else is looking for that car as well. Uh, because there just aren't that many, right? Like, uh, there's 500, and that's all across all models, there's 500 and some odd. So there's 589 Teslas available in the United States right now. Okay, 589. Well, I, uh, look, he can afford it, and I'm happy for him, but my boss is, is in the process of buying one. But he's been waiting 10 months for his to be delivered. Yeah. You know, whereas there are 632 Camrys available inside 20 miles. <laughs> okay? I mean, seriously, Camry, not just midsize sedan, Camrys. There's 600 of them, Okay. And here's the cheapest Camry. It's a, uh, t uh, you know what? I'm going to match it. That's not fair because there's a $3,500 Camry with 120,000 miles on it. It's $3,500. It's like, but, but there, there actually is a difference there. Yeah. That Camry with 3,500 miles uh, will probably work. Yeah, well, yeah, it's $3,500 and 120,000 miles. No, it will but, probably okay, work. Okay, I, I got my numbers backwards, but that it will car probably will run. work. Yeah. Oh, no, it will. It totally will. And let's just go the same year, right? So it's 2013. Okay, here's a very nice used Camry. Okay, not exciting, just like a Tesla, not exciting. 2013, it's red, and it has uh, 98,000 miles on it, less than the Tesla, and it is $9,800. Now, for those of you keeping <laughs> keeping count, uh, that is a difference. Uh, what, what was the other one? Thirty-four thousand uh, minus uh, so twenty-four thousand two hundred dollars. So, though I will give Elon Musk credit for one thing. I, I really did enjoy his standing there, like with the "what the fuck" look on his face when. Uh, Uncle Joe praised Ford and Chevy for coming up with uh, electric vehicles. <laughs> and you've got you know, Elon Musk in, and they're going, I didn't do anything? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> I, I I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I really don't. I mean, the, and by the way, if you own an electric vehicle right now, Wait until the battery, or you're thinking about owning a vehicle, uh, electric vehicle. Wait until the battery pack goes and fails on that mother, or you need to replace it. I guarantee you. It's cheaper to buy a new car. 
it's cheaper to buy a new car. It is. It's cheaper to buy a new car. And because it's just they're not as ubiquitous as they I mean, I agree that alternate fuel vehicles. Personally, I believe the hydrogen fuel cell will is going to be the thing that sets us free from from internal combustion engines. But but look, I like they're just more ubiquitous. They're cheaper. They're easier to run. They're easier to maintain right now. We don't have the infrastructure for the electric cars yet. And I get that the people are like, well, we would if you, if everybody wouldn't say shit like that. It's like, no, we wouldn't. There's not enough places to charge them. They don't have enough range. They, the battery technology isn't ready yet. There's a bunch of shit that makes them more expensive. There just are. Well, if it, what we're running into is the part about – fuel prices, environmentalism, climate change, and all that that gets people on both sides to lose their ever-loving mind and go, fuck you, that's not the way it's supposed to work. And the problem is is that all of this is doable, but there needs to be a plan over time to do it without crushing the economy. It's doable, but it, it is but doable. It's not, but it's not going to happen. So what you've either got is you've got people who are making enough money right now that they don't give a shit, or you've got the people, the environmentalists, who are going, but this world's going to die tomorrow. And it's kind of like, yes, but if we do it the way you want to, just as many people are going to die. And it's just uh, you're you're just like, what the hell, man? Like, whoa, whoa. so somewhere along the line somebody who is a hell of a lot smarter than I am and a hell of a lot fucking smarter than Uncle Joe needs to actually come up with a plan over time to alter how we consume energy. It's every bit doable. It's just a matter of packing enough nerdy people into a room with enough pizza and coffee to get it done. And I truly believe that we do need to change. We do need to get on alternative vehicle you know but, but we can't fuel just decide that that's tomorrow well not without it does, a plan it does, it does well it just it physically won't work right as I mean, much as, as much as you want to cr- not you but um as much as a lot of we, the environmental activists yeah. want to cry about it and scream about it and go, oh my god it needs to happen now or going over precipice I, I i understand i get it I even agree with you. We do need to do more about it. But to but to say that we need to change tomorrow is no different as in result than the people who have actually said, and I can go back and find this article too if you want, uh, we ought to let Putin nuke the world because that will reduce the population and help climate change. <laughs> oh, and then you've got the other side of that was we need to make sure Putin doesn't nuke the world because the nuclear arms will affect climate change. Not the people dying. No, climate no. Change. Yeah, climate change. Yeah, that's that's the important part. That's the but 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 once that's again, the takeaway. It, it, as much as you may sound saner than those people by saying we want to affect climate change tomorrow, the end result is actually no different. What what we where we need to go is we need to get. I mean, because it's going to have to be a balance, right? Like there, we can't just charge forward on one thing and say, "All right, everybody, this is the way it is." You know, like we're it, it's not practical yet, and there's there's got to be some kind. I agree, it's the only environment we have. Okay, I I, I totally know we need to save it. Absolutely, are we fucking it up right now? Yeah, are we getting better about it? Yeah, but. Is it fast enough? No. Uh, we need to work on alternative energy. 
Absolutely we do. We need to get off gasoline, fossil fuels, and, and stuff like that. Yep. You know? But right now, we could be doing something like and I'm gonna say this and it's gonna it's just gonna infuriate people and I hate saying it because people just they lose their goddamn mind. But if you really wanted one of the best, most powerful cleanest energy sources available right now that isn't dependent on mother nature shining or breezing past some blades and stuff like that uh really what we need to be talking about is nuclear energy and i know god i mean and i just saying that it's just people lose their fucking mind well because nuclear energy is not the end result nuclear energy needs to be the stop the stop gap to it's a half to. step okay yeah. it's a half step in it but it will it will save a lot of these fossil fuels being burned and honestly the nuclear waste right now you could you could put it on a football field all the nuclear rods ever spent in the history of the world you could stack them on a football field right now about three feet high that's it that's as much waste as it made can we you put it on the washington commander's football field what we need to do is stack it in the White House and just lock the goddamn well, doors. That's, that's but... not terribly far away, but I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. was kind of hoping that, you know. <laughs> Maybe we could go like an extra block left. I was kind of hoping that, you know, that we could just make the Washington commanders themselves radioactive just for Washington commanders. <sighs> I just, I'm so sick of, of like, and, and I get it. We need to get off of the ice vehicles. We do, you know, and I, I. We need to get to a point where we understand there's a plan and we're working that plan as hard as we can. We Absolutely, we need to do that. But dumbass celebrities making millions of dollars, worth millions of dollars, she's like, I'm driving my Prius for awareness. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, seriously? What is it that you've you've helped? Right. Like, no, nothing hurts you. You have more money than than most of us will ever have. This doesn't affect you. Not really. You know, most of us have to go to work. You don't. You know, most of us have to do things that don't even occur to you. Well, like no, if you no, no, they want that second yacht. They have to go to work for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's that kind of stuff. But. At the same time, I just oh, and and Bill Gates and the rest of them need enough money to rule the world. Oh, well, clearly, no, that is uh, that is clearly what's happening there. But how <laughs> how dare you refer to us as an elitist? But sir, you uh, wrote this paper on how elitists should be ruling the world. Um, but, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? With you and the other elitists? <laughs> have you? Did you? Did you ghost write don't look up, sir? Uh, I, you know, a lot of times I, I, I just, I have to laugh now. I just, I really do because they don't, they're not getting it. They're not getting how real life works. Yes, absolutely. I, I, we need to do something about Ukraine. What is that? I don't know. Okay, I don't know exactly know. I understand that they didn't want to send troops right after Biden just lost or you know just just removed us from Afghanistan. He didn't want to hit the I'm going to send troops over there. One because everyone in the intelligence committee went, "Oh, that's not a good idea." 
you know, he's going to see Western invasion in a very different light than you are. He's not going to see them as freedom fighters. He's going to see them as, well, I guess I need to nuke them. That's what he's going to see. Okay, the minute American boots touch down in Ukraine, he's going to light it up. Okay, because he's... I, I actually have so little confidence in us that I'm personally of the of the opinion that what we really should be doing right now is looking at them and going, Europe, you're on your own. Figure this shit out. We'll be over here if you need us. That works so well in World War Two, but still, um, and World War Two wasn't a war we wanted to be involved in either. We did not want to go as a, as a people. We were like, no, we've had enough of that World War shit. It's it sucks. Like, there's no winners in these World War Two things, or you know, in these World War things. And we were right. Thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, from every country have to die. Hundreds of thousands, in some cases, have to die. And in the case of of some of the civilians that the Germans were killing, millions have to die before World Wars wind down or are won. And Honestly, it's not that I don't think that that the United States would win. I think we we have the ability to do that. Absolutely. Um, Our military, even though Putin has nukes, if you fight a conventional war, we're going to fuck them up. Everybody knows that. And that's where my own brain goes with this is it would probably start as a conventional war. It's not going to end as one. That's very possible. Because Putin is the type who's not going to come to the end of this and go, Okay, I guess I'll go to the Hague and have war crimes trials. I guess I lost. No biggie. I'm just gonna go, or, or I'm gonna pull a Hitler. I'm gonna go in the basement and shoot myself. He may do that, but he's gonna hit the button first. If he goes down, he's going to take the rest of the world with him. But see, here comes my, in, 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 and I'm, uh, here comes my own little conspiracy theory or theory in general that. I believe wholeheartedly that I'm right, but I don't really have proof to back it up. I don't I don't think the US as a legitimate country has two years left. Because I don't think we're having a nonviolent transition of power at the next presidential election. Uh forty two percent of the people say he's he's doing great. It, I don't think there'll be a transition. I but see that's the point, is is that I don't think that that's going to go nonviolently. Eh, I don't know. I, look, they, they, they've managed to. And, 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 and you can even thank Yepix for this one, because even the article he sent me helped me with this thought process. There are enough people who are spending so much time uh, just literally destroying the confidence that we have in the democratic and electoral process that it doesn't matter who wins the next election. There's going to be enough people and crazy fuckhead people on the other side swearing that it's illegitimate, that it's going to end in violence. You know, I I think there's going to be some violence. I I just don't think it's going to be – I don't think it will be in two years. Let me put it that way. I I don't think we're going to burn down the country in two years. I don't think it will be 20 Somewhere between two and twenty. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't have confidence that we make it past the next presidential election. I, I'll, mm. I'll be a little, I'll have a little bit more of a feel for what I feel it's going to be uh, when we watch the elections at the end of this year to see how how goofy that goes. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, I am absolutely convinced that you're going to have enough people screaming and riling people up on both sides that whatever happens in the next presidential election was completely, totally and utterly illegitimate that especially after they complained about it two elections ago and got people all worked up to the point where they hated the president for four years and then they got it worked up enough in the last election that you had a bunch of dumbasses storm the Capitol. It's going to escalate past that this time. Doesn't matter who wins. I mean, well, it's, 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 you're either going to have a bunch of rednecks with guns or a bunch of uh, dumbasses from Seattle with skateboards uh, beating people up. One or the other. Oh, I, I truly think where you're going to have, you know, the, 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 those, particular battle lines will totally be drawn okay i am not going to debate that what i am going to say is i i just i think there's too much right now there's too much food guns and freedom and porn to to really have us all just go uh, i'm gonna throw all this away like something's gonna have to give like but, something will have the, to but the food and fuel is going away yeah, well, that's why I said, like, I, I don't think we'll make it, it'll be too long, but uh, in 20 years, see, I think it'll be our children. I think our children are going to be the ones that, that, that tear down I, I'm having the less confidence that it's going to make it that far. I don't know, man. I, 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 I've got more hope, or I've got more faith in us than, than that. I think we'll... We'll go on for a little while. I, I, I think the people like you and me who are going to be standing between those two sides going, what the fuck are you people doing, are the ones who are really going to lose out. <laughs> but you're going to have two sides that are just going to go ape shit next, next election cycle. Well, you've got... The... As I said, once we see how this, the, the, this midterms goes, um, I'll... I'll refine my opinion on that one but uh, if yeah. the republicans start sweeping all of the democrats out of the house and and senate i think you're going to see the liberals lose their fucking mind for sure well uh, but see the liberals uh, and and you can see it because it's once again i'm see uh, i get worked up and my lose my command of any of the english language um the liberals in politics feel and i'm not shit uh, spitballing here this is articles that they've written and op-eds that they've written and things that they've said in media the liberals don't think that their that their um concepts are unpopular they think we're not not smart enough to recognize how right they are well so, so they're yeah. not going to change anything in order to try to gain votes they're simply going to look around and go well, all of you people are wrong well they, yeah they, they, they've been they did doing it in that virginia. for a while though. they did it in virginia we lost in virginia oh that's just because everybody's racist no that's because you told people that they shouldn't have any um input in their in their children's education well that's because they're racist <laughs> what you know it, it, and people are recognizing the fact that a lot of these far left liberals are full of shit especially as they're you've got the let them drive teslas you've got the uh oh yeah no, we we didn't really think masks were that big of a deal in the first place it, it's it's okay really 
What happened? And what I love is 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 Uncle Joe getting on TV and going, you know, uh, we all need to return to our offices and and fill our downtowns. I'm like, what happened to if it saves only one life, then we must keep going. I'm like, what happened to that, dickhead? Like, well, we've also got him on TV screaming that we're wrong about inflation. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's literally like angrily. He doesn't see any inflation. Like doesn't affect him, I, and that's that's the part of like I've always said this, and I, I said this a while back when I was like, look, this is part of what can fix the country. Professional politicians have killed this country; they really have, because the rules I'll, I'll, and I'll take policies. That, I'll take that a little bit further because I, I'm starting to believe and buy into the theory as to what Davos is and what they're doing. I'm going to spread that out to the elite class. Yeah, our our ma- our elite class masters. The 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 whole but I mean, I'm serious. Like like professional politicians write and vote in regardless of what we say, write and vote in laws and policies that do not apply to them. So what does it matter to them? Once you're part of that club, you're part of that club, and this shit doesn't affect you. Well, they, they, they signed up to have a debate in Congress over whether or not it should be legal for congressmen to use the information that they have as insider trading for stock purchases. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't take that away from us. Well, like, we but, know what we're doing. It's just a fun hobby we have. Wait a minute. It's a debate? Yeah. <laughs> what's their debate? Yeah, what's what's their debating? What are you, what you doing? <laughs> what you debating? There's somebody who thinks it's a bad idea with you guys getting all the stuff? Huh, that's weird. You know, they'll have a big debate and all of it will come out to be, no, we're doing fine. Well, we think we're good. So, so my end statement, and I've, we've said it a couple of times now, is is I, I, I see things getting very, very bad, and I think they're getting bad a whole lot faster than a lot of people think. I, I, I flat out disagree with you in the time it's, it's, it's going to take. Um, I think it's getting bad faster than people think. There's too many things that if you read to the final paragraph of the article that you find out that things are being laid into legislation, that it's it's getting scary. It's getting really scary out there. I I think they're going to – truthfully, I think eventually they're going to push us to – and people – I used to think it would be a civil war. I don't think it will be a civil war anymore. I really don't. I think it's I just think... going to be riots and unrest. Yeah, I I I truly think that they're gonna. There's enough liberal stuff out there, and there's enough quote unquote progressive free thinkers that are going to give away enough of our rights that by the time the rest of us wake up, it will be it will it it will be just a totalitarian nightmare, and we will be required to rebel again. Not not a civil war, uh, a war of independence almost, you know, like a rebellion. I mean, it will be that bad. I, I honestly think that that's about where we're headed. 
I don't think it'll be in the next two years, though. There'll, there'll be some riots and stuff, and there'll be some unrest, but I, I don't think. But I think in our children's lifetime, we're going to break it to the point where it can't be fixed. Uh, At this rate, I don't see us doing anything else. I have a, I have a feeling that things are going to be pretty. Whether it goes to the point of just absolute collapse or not, maybe I'll I'll, I'll walk that back a little bit. I honestly believe things are going to be very, very bad at the next presidential election. I do not <laughs> think it's going to end without without some fashion or form of violence beyond even what we've seen over the past couple of years. So, so okay. Well, let me let me ask this: Do you think it will be Uncle Joe's second term and the Republicans are going to lose it, or do you think they're going to vote Uncle Joe out and the and the liberals are going to lose it? I I don't think it matters. Well, I'm, I, I know I know you're saying it doesn't. You don't think it's going to matter. I'm saying, what do you think is going to happen? Which way do you think it's actually going to swing? Um, I, I, honestly, I think it's going to swing in the direction of the Republicans, and that the what you're going to have is uh, people throwing bottles and Molotov cocktails everywhere. Uh, if um, See, it is a democratic I, it, weapon let's, of choice. Let's, let's put it this way, because I I haven't made up my mind in my own opinion as to whether or not Uncle Joe even runs again. I know he says he will, uh, but there's enough people out there, and you know, it, you, and you've got literally Hillary fucking Clinton of all people starting to put out feelers as to whether or not she should try to primary Biden. Um, Kamala is just in. A disaster. Um, Mayor Pete, you know, let them drive Teslas, uh, is, is out there as well. So it, it's it's more of a question as to, I mean, we know Trump is running on the other side. You got a couple of people that'll try to primary him, but he, he he's good. He's really running. I wish he wasn't. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I personally think that's actually part of the disaster that's going to happen. I and really wish he wouldn't he's do that. Still out there trying to tell people that he won the last election, which is part of where I'm. What's making me nervous? I just, it's just going to create more problems than it's worth. Whether you like the guy or hate the guy, it's just going to create, or you know, it's just going to create more problems than it's really worth. And it's like, why would you do this? You know, why would you? Because if there's anything that will galvanize the Democrats more than trump i don't know what it is you know because they universally hate the guy you know and so why would you run when you know you're going to lose 50 percent off the top because he believes he can then turn around and actually say that it wasn't legitimate and get enough people to stand behind him this time i just i just don't think he can i don't think he's got enough horsepower to do it and he's what he's going to do is he's going to divide the republicans to get it Right, because there'll be some other legitimate Republican running against him in the primary, and that's where I'm starting to see the things that these things are not are, are that this people are angry enough, people are have lost enough faith in the process uh, that somewhere along the line you're going to have enough people who believe that the whole thing was manipulated, and I'm not even a hundred percent sure they're wrong, but you're going to have enough people who are pissed off enough. And it's and it's a matter of whether or not you've got the lefties trying to beat people to death with their skateboards or the righties trying to shoot everybody somewhere along the line. It's I think do I think we're going to end up in full on collapse and revolution? Probably not yet. I I think I agree with you on the timeline of that. But do I think we're going to see something that puts the George Floyd riots and January 6th to shame? Yes, I actually do. And I don't think it matters who wins. 
I'll give you that. There'll probably be some unrest at the at the next election. I just, you know, and what's bad I, is see, and, and I think what a part of that that scares me is is I think that actually even runs into your thought process of things getting totalitarianism. I think it's going to get bad enough that they actually have to bring the military in to shut it down. Yeah, what I've been saying, you know, like half jokingly, but now it's like less jokingly, is they're just going to create a secret police. And uh, um, they're going to start doing it that way. <laughs> I'll see if I can find that article for you, too. <laughs> As I said, when is a conspiracy theory not a conspiracy theory? When it's true. I mean, I, I just I really think that that's that's where they're going to start heading. They're just they're just going to like try and disappear the wrong thinkers as much as they possibly can. And it's it, it's going to start to get pretty scary as far as, you know, freedoms go and all that kind of thing. Like oh. this podcast will be tracked down. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so let, let, real quick, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> so if something happens, I, I didn't commit suicide. If it happens, I didn't. Well, it's, it, it's, the, 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 yeah, I'm not suicide. I did not hang myself in my cell. Now, now that being said, as we've said before, I am a overweight diabetic with high cholesterol and high blood pressure. So they could just fake me a heart attack and everybody would buy that. Yeah, they'll just cookie him to death. You know, I don't know. We found this bag of Oreos next to him. We don't know what happened, you know. Uh, with me, it'll be easy. You know, I don't know. We found him next to his shotguns in the middle of a field. <laughs> must one of them must have went off with seven and a half hey, hard hey, shot. Hey, 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 he had a cheap SDS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll purposely blow the joke out of one of my guns. Look what happened. <laughs> we banana peeled. I mean, he banana peeled his barrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, there's the, uh, th this is this is going to be very interesting um, very shortly. And I I'm I'm curious. I have a little more faith in us than I, I think you do for sure. But uh, not much. Uh, there's, <laughs> I do believe we're going to have problems. And I do believe that that our current system is unsustainable. It's just unsustainable. We cannot keep going like this. I, I, I'm seeing too much of the pay no attention to that man behind the corner, behind the curtain. I, I'm yeah. seeing too much of that, that, that it's, it, it's starting to scare me. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That's starting to scare me that there, there's enough of the, uh, Oh, we made this really great bill. That's going to do this. Um, yeah, but it's also going to do this, but don't pay attention to that. Yeah, don't look at that. Uh, you know, be, and be, but see, and before, if you look at that, that's always been done, but it's always been done about money. Now it's being done about personal rights, things that you can and can't do, things that you can and can't say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, whether or not you have control over your own health and your body. Um, it's getting, with the little things that you're seeing just kind of thrown into the bottom of bills, it's it's starting to get scary. It's always been about money in the past, but it's 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 about much more than that lately. And well, it's, yeah, it's going to be about control now. Uh, that's really where they want to head because they figured out that they're going to need to because they can't start getting away with it because they're honestly telling you what they're doing now. They're going to have to start going into control because they're they're not going to be able to pull some of that off, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, with that, Joy, why don't we talk about some media suggestions then? Do you right have on. one for us? I do. Uh, I watched just yesterday The Atom Project, and I loved it. I, oh. Now, I'm a sucker for time travel movies in the first place. And this but, one does uh, it well, I will admit. It does do it well, and I was super happy about it. I it was it's Ryan Reynolds, Zoe, uh, Zaldana, Zaldana, and and uh, you know it just Mark and Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner. Yes, uh, and and, just, I, and a kid though I've obviously never seen before, but I have to admit they managed to find somebody who could keep up with Ryan Reynolds as a kid. Oh man, that was actually the best part about the whole thing. The fact that they could get somebody who played a young, smart-ass Ryan Reynolds. So good. And and you know, like, when you meet the emo version of yourself, like, every, I don't know about girls, but every dude goes through, like, this emo phase, right? Whether you're wearing black and all that shit or not, you go through an emo phase. And you're pretty insufferable. You know, it's just, it's just, you're just shit. And, and the, like, go back and meet yourself. You will want to smack yourself. You know, it's just you're just you are a terrible little shit and you're just like, God damn it. You know, <laughs> like this is this is me. And you can't make it better because you know what the kid's going through and, you know, things he doesn't. And uh, you're you just you just God, God kid is driving me crazy. That's how it would be, or at least it would be for me because I was a dick. Um, I'm not much better now, but Shannon knocked a lot of the rough edges <laughs> off of me, and I'm much better, right? Uh, I'm a little better now. Uh, but <laughs> before, I would say exactly what I thought. If you can believe that, it was worse than now. Uh, I, I I thought they did a fantastic job with it. It, it. The effects are great. Is that a lightsaber? No. Can I see it? No. <laughs> That's a lightsaber. No, it's not. Don't touch it. um they they just did it's it uh, and i'm a sucker for time travel anyway uh but this one was just it was a good popcorn movie and it was a good sci-fi thing mark ruffalo was great um i I, his politics aside i love his acting he does a fantastic job of of just being intelligent but a good dude you know he's he he made some fuck-ups as a dad but he's a good man and you believe it and i just um you could have made and, this and, movie and, two years and ago just, and just because i don't want to spoil it i'm going to put this in a rather cryptic way that i'm hoping you'll get i actually appreciated the end result with mark ruffalo at the end of the the, the final end of the movie yes the, the, absolutely the, the fact that they handled that the way that they did and because they could have gone a much much different way with that it was a it was a it was gracefully handled i would say and uh i they couldn't have made this movie two years ago because it it involves largely three white men (laughs) now two of them were the same guy but three white men you couldn't have made this movie there's an interracial marriage well it's zoe saldana it's like she doesn't count you know, like she is so unbelievably beautiful. You ne- just ne- don't care. Ne- next article, Sean says that Zoe Saldana being a woman of color doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, so terrible. But she, I mean, but I mean, you look at her and it doesn't I don't care who you are. You will look at her and go, that's a beautiful woman. Oh, like, absolutely. I, 
I don't care who you are. There is nobody on the planet who can look at that woman and go, oh, my God, she is so beautiful. And she is like, I don't care who you are. You are going to find her attractive. <laughs> it is not possible to look at that and go, yeah, I'm not interested. Like, nope, <laughs> that person doesn't exist. Luckily, it'll be somebody. Yuppix will call and be like, I don't find her attractive at all. <laughs> Next week, I'm sure. Bullshit. She's ugly. It's like, well, you need glasses, bitch. Uh, anyway, what do you got? Uh, I actually have two, and they're not going to be anywhere to surprise considering our discussion today. Okay. The first one is an episode of The Twilight Zone. You can find it on Netflix, and I suggest everyone go and watch it. Uh, for actually a couple of reasons. First of all, it stars Burgess Meredith, who, if uh, any of our listeners are young enough that they don't know who he was, he was Rocky's trainer in the movie. He was, um, he also played the Penguin in the 1960s version of Batman. Uh, what a, just an absolutely stunningly wonderful actor, and having been typecasted in those two roles to see him doing something else it, it is is amazing. But the title of the episode is The Obsolete Man. Um, and it is extremely timely. I don't know how else to put that. <laughs> it, it, it's about a man who is being liquidated by the state because he is a librarian and is therefore obsolete. Is that the one that ends with he breaks his glasses? No. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of a different one. No, this is the, the, yeah, th this is the one where he he's um he, he basically sets up the chancellor of the state to prove that the idea of someone being obsolete is wrong. It's just, it, it, wow. just the idea of state power versus personal power versus I I once again, just a masterfully done episode, black and white. You know, if you're into classics, uh, and as I said, just looking back at somebody, it's some of the, one of the reasons I like going back and watching all of the old Twilight Zone episodes is seeing a lot of these actors who are doing some of these things before they became typecasted into certain roles. Wait, is that the one that ends with them beating him to death? Uh, no, he blows up. Oh, okay. Maybe and, and, and then the, the, um... Uh, the chancellor of the state goes back to his job and finds out that now that he's been shown to be a wuss about the whole thing, that he's now considered obsolete. Well, yeah, but then then he, like, tries to escape and he's oh, overwhelmed. Uh, oh, th yeah, but you don't actually get to see them beat him up. Oh, you remember, no. it's it's the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> but he gets beaten to death, you know? <laughs> um. It's a I, happy episode. I, well, it's the Twilight Zone, for, for fuck's sake. None of these things end happily. Um, I, but I like watching some of the, you know, there's another episode that I go back and watch all the time, which has Jonathan Winters in it. And just once again, seeing him be a Twilight Zone actor versus being some, you know, goofy kid on Mork and Mindy uh, is just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I uh, there's there's a couple like old school. Uh, you know, um, um Twilight Zone episodes like Eye of the Beholder that was great. Yep. Uh, I mean that's a classic. The uh, the uh, a most unusual camera. I don't know if you yeah, remember that I've one. I've seen that one too. Uh, and uh, well, you know what's the one? Um, 
evil comes down Mulberry Street or something like that. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's the one. God. That's the one that even even made me get as pissed off as I was that they screwed up. I am Legend as badly as they did. <laughs> I mean, have you ever read the book? No, I have not. It's a completely different premise than what you've seen in the movie, and the ending is so profound that uh, first of all, I knew once they decided to make a movie out of it that they were not going to be able to get the ending right. Because the ending is so profound, and I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. It held the, the books. It was written by Richard Matheson, so it's been out forever. Um, but he spends the novel going out during the day and finding out where the vampires sleep and killing them. Okay? At the end of the novel, what you find out is that while he's had himself barricaded in his house at night, that the vampires have actually managed to create a society. <laughs> an actual peaceful society. And and he is, you know, we always think about it at night, what comes at us when we sleep at night and therefore scares us, that he's when he's been what's coming at them during the day when they sleep. So they're all scared of him. That he, What you find out at the end of the story is he's the monster. <laughs> You've been reading this, listening to it being vampires versus a human being and thinking that the human being is obviously defending himself against the vampires. But what you find out at the end of the story is that he's the monster. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it, it, and it's, it, the moment that kind of hits you, I, I didn't I picked up the book because I saw they were making a movie out of it. And, uh, and it was just like, oh, my God, the moment that ending clicks at you, it's kind of like, holy shit. <laughs> oh dude no i have not I, I had no idea okay well my last one and it just because it once again goes into my whole theory of the future of this country is there's a book out there called tomorrow war it's not a very long book it is not very science fictiony it is about a guy who um is a they make him a special agent in some sort of paramilitary intelligence thing just so that he would actually have some of the skills to do what he does throughout the storyline uh otherwise the story just would fall on its face and not even work uh but he gets involved in some sort of something that is i think probably based on stuxnet Do do you know what that was no. Stuxnet no. was the virus that made it throughout the entire world that was actually just meant to take out uh, the centrifuges in Iran, uh, the Iran's <laughs> nuclear program. There's, there's, if you, if you have Hulu, there's an actually absolutely wonderful documentary on it because it was the first time that somebody saw that one of these things spreading throughout the world that had zero intention of spreading throughout the world, but was obviously created by a nation state. It was also the first time that they showed um, a, uh, a that you could actually use cyber warfare to cause physical damage. Well, he gets involved in something like that, and rather than causing physical damage, it literally crashes the entire world economy. Awesome. Awesome. And, We're doing and, a good job of that already, but awesome. And it, and it really is about how, especially the U.S. government, responds to this, which isn't yeah, my, good. My guess, yeah, I was going to say, my guess is, is not good. <laughs> uh, no, let's put it this way. When the food runs out, they're basically telling people that the, the way to get food is to turn in your firearms. Ah, yes, the Democratic plan. 
Uh-huh. You know... <sighs> so, so, so once again, the book is called The Tomorrow War, uh, and it's it, it's not a very long book. It's actually a rather short one. It, we, I mean, obviously, I listen to it in audio, but um, it, it's it's excellent. I highly recommend it. Just, uh, by the way, if you guys are thinking that uh, turning in your firearms is ever a good idea, just go look at the Ukraine, okay? Look what happened when they... <laughs> It's the first thing they did. Hey, y'all come down and get your AK forty sevens. it's just it's so funny. It's so <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, you're trying to leave the country? You're a male under the age of sixty? Uh, no no. Pick up that AK. Yeah, here's your rifle. <laughs> but I thought we weren't even able to use these. It's not even ethical to use you. Pick up your rifle. <laughs> let's go. Uh it's just it's so funny. The 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 hypocrisy that goes along with it. It's just uh, uh, go see the Adam Project or uh, look at the Adam Project. It's on Netflix. It's uh, great. Uh, yeah, both of mine were were downers. Um, Sean's is a whole lot more just flat out entertaining than mine are. Mine are are, are definitely good, but uh, if you're just looking for a feel good entertaining popcorn flick, de- definitely listen to Sean's, not mine. His was his was really good. Also, uh, I got another one. Um, I I love her to death. Uh, she did um, Quarter Life Crisis, but Taylor Tomlinson, I think. It is. Hold on. Uh, what's her name? Taylor Tomlinson. Uh, she just came out with a new Netflix special, and it is uh, it is superior. Uh, now, Quarter Life Crisis was great because she was just like, uh, you know, this is I'm 25 and I hate this shit already. Uh, the newest one, which just came out on Netflix, I think last week, is called Deal with It. I think. Uh, excellent. Excellent uh, stuff because she's uh, she was recently diagnosed with um, bipolar, being bipolar, and she's just like, oh, what the hell, man? You know, like all of this shit. <laughs> like, I go through all this crap. No, it's uh, Look at You is the name of her new uh, stuff. She her tour is called the Deal with the Tour, but uh, Look at You is the name of the is the name of the new. Uh, deal and if you have hey, any I, kind I, of issues i can empathize getting that mental diagnosis of just staying there going well fuck yeah it's exactly what she's like well fuck come on it's you know it hurt not that one she, in particular but yeah, yeah but i mean like anytime like the, like that you find out that there's a name for what it is you are like when i found out that i i have extreme social anxiety and that's a thing and i'm like oh well shit you know First, you're you're a little relieved that like there is something wrong with you, and that's verifiable. The other thing is, you're pissed off at everybody else who's just like, just 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 calm down. I can't calm down. That's the whole problem. <laughs> like I can't calm down. Um, can, can, well, can you fix it? No, but no, we can oh, help no. you learn how to deal with it. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, like she goes through the process, or, or the she talks about how like her therapist, uh, or in her her psychologist or whatever it is, her her therapist person, helper, uh, was like, uh, you know, well, you know, it's not all bad. She's like, how is this not all bad? And her her therapist couldn't the come up with the bright side. Yeah, her therapist couldn't come up with anything else. So she goes, you know, Selena Gomez is bipolar. And she goes, and strangely enough, that made me feel better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Selena, how else am I like Selena Gomez? You know? I think that's why I'm watching tonight. 
<laughs> it's hysterical. I laughed my ass off. I was like, yes, this is what getting some kind of news like that is like, you know? And she goes through her, her like, theory or her, her thing of medication. Like, she's like, and she tells a joke, and she goes, and if you didn't laugh at that, congratulations on all your serotonin. <laughs> For the rest of you, here's why that's funny. Um. It's, uh, well, it, no, because I, I promise you, there's at least a third of the audience going, "Okay, I, I, I take that, I take that." Ooh, I, 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 I've heard of that one. I've heard of that one. Is that... <laughs> she's and she's, you know, she breaks it down. This is what this does, and this is how. Now and then you try and mix and match them, you know. And uh, she's like, and I looked up what that is, and it's bipolar. And she goes, I, I went to my therapist. Am I bipolar? And my therapist went, Oh yeah. When were you gonna tell me? Actually, they usually don't unless you force them to. Right, you know. And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're bipolar." That's what, that's what she came up with. The, you know, who else is bipolar? Selena Gomez. You know? And she goes, <laughs> "It pisses me off how much that worked." You know? <laughs> but I, it, actually, I, I, the, uh, look, I, I, and anybody who knows me, I know there are a couple of people who listen to this and know me, know that this is not a secret. I have spent a decent amount of time in therapy in my life. And the the one that I always thought was hilarious yet 100% accurate was when my therapist looked at me and said, you know, really what you're going to have to learn is how to be okay with the fact that you're not okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and I went, well, that's the same huh? thing Taylor. Yeah, Taylor went through. She goes, so I'm fixed now. They're like, oh, no, sit down. <laughs> you're not fixed. No, no, this... you're, not, you're not fixed. You're learning how to deal. Yeah, we're just learning on how it is we're going to react to this now. So, yeah, it's a great special. I and, thought it was and, good. And now that I've admitted that, I've given everybody who listened to this cast uh, ammunition to go, oh, yeah, Jake's just nuts. <laughs> well, we, like, nothing but love for you, man, but we already knew that. I mean, that's like, that's not, it's like Sean's a dick and Jake is nuts. Like, like, we're, we're basically the, the separately the reproductive system. Of the... I, I... You know what I, I? You know what I've always pictured us as. The the two old Muppets sitting in the top corner making fun of everybody. Ah! <laughs> it's just up in the balcony, fucking catcalling and everything, and yeah, fucking, that, you know just heckling everything. Yeah, uh, that's that's how I always pictured us. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's very much how I operate. Especially if I've had alcohol. Oh shit! Well, uh, anything else? No, I think I'm good. I've, I've got to go in and help make spaghetti here. I've I've been I've been contacted three times now: once by text and two by little blonde heads poking in the door, like, "No, he's still going." <laughs> That's okay. I just got a snoring pit bull in the corner. Um, so uh, Taylor Tomlinson, look at you. Uh, so I will end this as I end all of them with two things. Well, first of all, go find somebody you disagree with and have a conversation. Go find an article that you don't like and read it. And the last one is, if we're all still here in a week, we'll see you then.